Hello and welcome to another edition of the Monday Moocast. We've made it to episode 25. Congratulations, guys. Yay. Yeah, this is Mike and as always I'm joined this week by Zombie Greg. How's it going? And? Andrea. And we are, uh, well, we just had some Subway, so we're feeling good. And we're watching some gameplay of Andrea this week on our video version. She's playing some Halo here. Uh, Yeah, yeah, and this ties in well with uh, the games that we've played this week. So, Andrea, you've obviously been playing some Halos. I did. I I finally got the game. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, I haven't played it as much as I would have liked to, but um, I finally started the campaign. You like it? Uh, yeah, it's really good. good. I, okay, so I, I only made it through the first level. Sure. However, um, I really liked that opening sequence. Oh, it almost so felt awesome. like I was watching a movie, mm-hmm. and then as soon as I finished the level, oh, well, it's not really a spoiler, but you know, like the Halo Four comes up. It's, like, it's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now I've uh, I've crash landed on a mysterious planet, and I'm pretty sure Cortana is dying. I well, guess. she's going crazy. <laughs> anyway. So, um, yeah. So I I, I finally started that. Um, this footage is actually, I saved it in theater mode. This is my very first attempt at SWAT in this game. Did okay. Not, not bad for a beginner, but, um, yeah. <laughs> That's Halo. Have they kept the SWAT feel for you in this one? Because I know that you really liked it in the previous games. Yeah, um, you know, I, I wasn't looking for a SWAT Magnum's option. I really hope they bring that back. Does it exist? It doesn't exist yet. Oh. They haven't said. Um, they all they've said thus far is that they're going to they're going to keep updating the playlist based on what people post in the forums. Oh. And uh, they said they're going to have tons and tons of variants. I don't know exactly what that means, but the okay. first one was this normal SWAT mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I forgot what they said they're going to add this week. Oh, snipers! <laughs> Team snipers is the next mm-hmm. one in the hopper. And, yeah. I, and I don't know what's going to be after that. But, um, okay, well, yeah. I, I hope they bring SWAT Magnums back, because I really enjoyed it. I know these two don't. Ooh, nice shot there. Thanks. Um, what else? Oh, uh, let's see. Yeah, I think Sp- you're missing one other big game that you've uh, played this week. Well, yeah, I was going to comment more on, on Halo. Um, oh, okay. The, uh, it's different that you can use, you have the option of the DMR or the battle rifle, the sure. first fire. Yeah. And I tried the battle rifle for a while, not in this game, um, but it was different. I think I'm used to the DMR after playing so much Reach, sure. but I'm still kind of on the fence of like which which one I would pick. Mostly the DMR for sure, but um, yeah. So I don't know. What did you guys try the battle rifle with the yeah, spot? It's a different feel. Yeah, I have played with the battle rifle. I I am a conscientious objector to any gun that does not allow me to change between uh, auto select of fire rate. Um, mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> like I hate when a gun makes me play with bursts. So I just like I usually don't play with it for that reason alone. Oh, okay. Um, and I think like you, I'm used to the DMR after so much time with it. Mm-hmm. So I, if I'm gonna play SWAT, especially, I'll probably play with the DMR most yeah. of the time. But uh, it's a fun gun, the battle rifle. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. I like it in um, like objective modes, like uh, capture flag stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Greg, have you played with it at all? What the battle rifle? <laughs> oh. Um, no, I don't like the battle rifle at all. You don't? No. Why not? I, I like the DMR, I like single shot. Yeah. Um, I apologize in advance, folks, if I sound weird. Um, Weirder, you should the, qualify that. <laughs> one of the children I work with um, infected me. In- infection. Infection. <laughs> New, New zombie. <laughs> and so I, uh, I kind of lost my voice a little bit. But anyways, games I've been playing this week. Yeah. Um... Pretty much just Black Ops 2. 
which is a big release, yes. which I'm surprised you didn't mention, Andrea, because I was, I was getting there. She was there. getting there. I'm getting there. <laughs> so um, I've been playing that, and uh, that's pretty much it. A lot of zombies. <laughs> Um, and trying to kind of figure out the Easter egg for transit, and it's not it's not going at all. Is there one? There is. Oh, oh. yes, there is. Okay. Um, but I don't know what to do. Like, Brian Stone and I have gotten to a certain point, and we don't know what to do after that. So, <laughs> so uh, then you just keep killing zombies. Yeah, so that's kind of how that's been going. Um, what so about you? Are, you, are you happy? I'm sorry, Greg. I know that you really love um, zombies um, mode in the other uh, Black Ops, so I was just going to ask... Um, do you like what they've done with it? Do you think it's an improvement? Do you like transit? Do you like the... Um, yes and no. I like the fact that the map is really, really big. Yeah, it's huge. I hate the fact that you have to pretty much wait for the bus. Yeah. Like, most of the time. Okay. When you can venture off into the fog, and that's where other, like, Easter eggy things are. Uh-huh. But... There's really not, like, a big area to, to run around or try and, you know, build up points or anything. Like, it's a lot like Shangri-La. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's very tiny, and, you know, they have all these cracks in the ground that, like, if you walk on them, you... I don't like that. Yeah, 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 I don't like that at all. Um, so you can't... Like, if you hit them, then you stop running, so you can't really, like, kite zombies, if you will. Right. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope that some of the later maps are a little better. And you don't need to wait for a stupid bus. So are they coming out with more maps for zombies? Oh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, okay. Probably as part of their map map packs that we'll all buy. Yeah, right. probably. <laughs> okay, cool. You well, know what I noticed um, with with zombies? I haven't actually played it yet, but um, I watched um, a little bit of the gameplay. Right. You can pick your difficulty now. That's new. Yeah. It's oh yeah. Not really, anything special. Like easy mode, you just get more points for killing things. That's I it. Oh, that's I it. I don't think. You can take more damage. Oh. Hmm. That's a lame. Yeah. Interesting. For me, what I would have liked to have seen is a, a mode where you can just turn everything off, basically, and maybe just, like, explore. Because, like, that map is so big and confusing. Yeah, I would have. I would like that, too, even in the older ones. Like, just so you can learn where everything is. Interesting. Like, turn off the zombies? Yeah. Yeah, kind of like uh, Forge mode in Halo. You can just kind of wander around the map. Right. I don't know. Would that take away? I don't know. Would that take away from like the experience, the yeah, zombie I see what experience? You mean. No. <laughs> well, not I for mean, you because point. you're like in it for the Easter eggs. And you want to find everything in the map, but like it's a know. good point because I understand. You know, oh, it's the struggle. Yeah, the, like for me, like yeah. I want to play it once in a blue moon. So like the fact that I don't know where everything is is makes it more fun to me because then it's a surprise if I actually find something. I'm like, oh, there's a gun there. That's cool. You know, like you know what's sad when you said blue moon. The first thing I thought of was Killer Seven. That moon that. Like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's weird. The first thing I thought of was beer. I don't know. The first thing I thought of was the doo-wop song, Blue Moon. Uh, interesting. Anyway. It's a little psychological study here on the MooCast. <laughs> yeah. So, um, oh, I haven't talked about what I played. It's much like what you guys have played this week because we've been uh, inundated with the two hugest releases of the year, Halo Indeed. and uh, Black Ops 2. So I've been playing uh, both of those as well. Um, I'm a little surprised, actually, at my current... Um, at my current uh, love levels with both these games. I, th- I would say that I, I definitely am in love with both of them. Um, but I was thinking after we did our last podcast 
that I would end up liking Call of Duty more than Halo 4, because I think I've said this in many times on our previous podcast, like, I'm not really a, a really good Halo player, so I have a good time, a good enough time with it, but if I'm going to put a lot of time into one of these releases, it was going to be a Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. I have played a ton of both of them over the past, uh, you know, now two weeks, um, but I think at this point, I, I'm actually leaning towards Halo 4 being my favorite of really? this, yeah, of this season, which is a new one for me. It's, it's usually the more kind of realistic military shooters for me, but mm-hmm. I really, really love Halo 4 the more I play it. And I'm finding Call of Duty to be fun, yes, tons of fun with people that you know who are playing in the same party, but it's still a little frustrating for me. Still got that Call of Duty frustration for me, where if it gets... If I have a couple bad games in a row, it's like, why am I putting myself through this? Like, I'm just spawning and dying (laughs) right away. Um, Especially when they get the matchmaking wrong, and you're, like, up against people that obviously do nothing but play Call of Duty Black Ops 2, like, all day long. Um, That's just frustrating. Oh, yeah, well, especially um, the... With this footage, okay, I, I mentioned this before we actually started recording, but whenever I hit record on my computer to get the gameplay, it's not very good. Mm. <laughs> and and I did pretty well um, when I wasn't recording. So, you know, this I guess what you see is what about average for me. <laughs> uh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I've been really enjoying... Black Ops. I actually, at this point, Mike, I'm just the opposite of you. I'm leaning more toward Black Ops as opposed to Halo 4. Hmm. Um, but to be fair, I really, I mean, with as far as Black Ops goes, I haven't played any zombies. Right. I haven't started the campaign, which goes against my usual routine, like I mentioned last week. Whenever I get a new game, I always start with the campaign. Um, I made an exception for Call of Duty, but it threw me off for Halo because I was like, what am I doing? Because I started with multiplayer. Right. Um, so I guess I just need to play these games more because with Black Ops I just got it two days ago. Right. So. Well, in terms, of, <laughs> in terms of multiplayer, um, which I kind of wanted to get into a little bit and thoughts from from you two. Okay. Um, mm. I I've actually really enjoyed what I've played. Um, it hasn't been a lot, but I think it's by far much better than any of the other Call of Duties I've played. Um, Is your spawn hatred diminished? So far, yes. Okay, that's good. It is yeah. diminished. Um, I, for the most part, I don't feel like I'm getting unfair spawns. Okay. Um, I do think the matchmaking, like you said, could use some work because oh, yeah. there were. I did play a couple games where it was oh, spawn die, spawn die, but that wasn't the, the spawn norm. system's fault. That was the fact that we played a team that like knew where all the spawns were and just like right camped the mm-hmm. entire map. Right. Um. I, I very much like the Pick 10 system. I Me too, it's a yeah. a really, really cool addition. So, I mean, if you are one of two people that haven't played the multiplayer yet. <laughs> um, so I'd be like the Dalai Lama. I'm just saying, the game made half a billion dollars in right. 24 hours. Chances are you own it. Chances are you owned it and have played it. Um, you can pick 10 things to take with you into the battlefield. So, And each thing costs one point. So, you know, like... Your primary gun, your secondary gun, your three perks, that's five. Then you'll have your two tactical grenades, your lethal grenade, and let's say you put two attachments then on your primary gun. Right. Mm -hmm. So you can pick and choose what you want. I mean, you can go into into the battle with no grenades, and that frees up three extra points for maybe you can put an extra perk on. 
maybe you put another attachment on your gun so you have three. Right. Um, it's just a really, really cool idea, I think. And it really allows for good customization options. Um, in terms of the maps, I think the maps are pretty good so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kill streaks, I think, are much, much better. I'm sorry, score streaks. Whatever they call them. <laughs> yeah, are, are same much thing. better in this Black Ops than they were in the first one. Because like, I find myself getting a lightning strike, which is just like, you know, jets yeah. flying over and blowing up certain parts of the map that I tell them to. And they actually kill people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they do. Mortar strike. That's for sure, yeah. One. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy how you get them. Like, I like the fact that you don't need to strictly get kills. Right, you can capture you a flag can, or things yeah, like that. Yeah. Like, you get... The, the score streaks are based on how many points you have yeah. in each life. So, you know, kills obviously get you a lot of points. But if you capture a flag, that also counts towards your... your well, strike. a kill is generally 100. And capturing a point, I think, is actually 2. So it's, yeah. it actually rewards you more for being a team player, mm-hmm. which is awesome. And I think, Andrea, you pointed out when we played last that you get more points for capturing an enemy flag. Yes, yeah, you, you do. Yeah, you get 200 when you capture an enemy flag, 50 points for a neutral. Yeah. Right. Um, and you get points for, like, all the types of assists you do. Like, if you have oh, a yeah. UAV in the air and I someone else. I love that. Yeah. You get 10 like points. being helpful. <laughs> right, it's awesome. It's very cool. So, uh-huh. I mean, overall... I think my impressions are I really, really enjoy the Black Ops 2 multiplayer. Mm-hmm. I think it's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm probably going to spend a little more time with Halo 4 once uh, once I work my way through this a little a little bit more. But uh, Black Ops 2, I was very impressed with. Campaign-wise, I think they did a good job. Did you finish it? Finished I finished it. it. Oh, you did. Um, Man, I'm so behind. The endings, <laughs> I liked both endings, actually. They were, they were really good. I'm um, not there yet. It makes, <laughs> it makes me wonder why a game like Call of Duty can get both of their endings right, but a game like Mass Effect oh, just fails. Stop rubbing it in. <laughs> no, I don't know. I really, I, um, I like Mass Effect Three. What are, I know. We'll stop talking about that because <laughs> we don't need to open that. They're making much. another one, you know. <laughs> Already. Anyways, moving really? on. <laughs> we can talk about it later. Um, what was I saying? Oh, zombies is cool, and uh, multiplayer is cool. So overall. So far, initial impression, first week of release, thumbs up, Treyarch, you did a great job. Yeah, I really, really like it. I think it's my favorite one yet, in terms of multiplayer. I, th- I think Halo 4 might beat it, ultimately. I think, ultimately, I'll put more hours into Halo 4, maybe. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, definitely having fun with it, so it's, it's definitely a bunch of fun for me, too. Mm-hmm. Um, except, if I may, just for one second. Uh-oh. Why is Rate, Fire, Select a level 10 gun perk? I will say that's an odd decision. Um, I will say that's a dumb decision. Because, like, Black Ops 1 had the credit system. So all you had to do was earn credits, and you could buy whatever you wanted. Everything was unlocked from the start. Right. <clears throat> but this is like, hey, here's a here's a token. And right. You can use this one token. Every time you level up, you get a token, and you can unlock one thing. Sure. But... Only on the things we say you can. Only Right, only on the things we say we can. It's like a combination of Black Ops and the Modern Warfare series. So right. Like, you have to work your way through to a certain level... To have the ability to unlock right. certain things. Right. And certain guns and things like that yeah. don't un- unlock to... Ugh. It doesn't really make any sense to me. No, that's unfortunate. I'd like to see a return to the credit system. Right. They're not going to do it. Though. Well, but just like make... Or, or have like they have now just like one unlock for... Oh, yeah. For everything. But you can unlock anything you want. Absolutely. From the start. Absolutely. Although I do find it an interesting move. I guess Ghost is level 55. Yes, it is, yeah. So, if you're going to 
not like the only way to keep it is to not prestige. Right. Yes, which is cool. I think hmm. it's cool. Um, oh, before we get off of Black Ops Two, what is uh, your guys' favorite like kind of setup thus far? Like our class? Yeah, like what what perks do you run with right now? Do you take extra grenades or no grenades? Because the p- pick ten, you can do a lot more customization. So I'm just wondering what you guys like thus far. Well, I uh, I have the foul on one of my class. Yeah, which I like single a shot. Lot. Um, but I run no grenades. Not yet. See, no, I do too. I uh, well, I do have a I have a tomahawk. See, I do I too. No, no war axe. Whatever. Combat axe. <laughs> Really? It's called Combat, combat X. X. It's not a War X? Where did I get that? I have a Tomahawk that I try and kill people with and fail miserably yeah. multiple yeah, times. Yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> but it's so fun. But just it's try. Fun, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm going to make a class with just knife only at some point. What? Do you go faster? Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. I kn- See, I knew that was true because there was this guy last night who literally knifed me like 30 times in the match. Like, And I was like, why are you so fast? He was running like... The wind, like he's running crazy at me. Well, I mean, you don't have any guns or attachments, so then you can put all your points into perks. Ah, I didn't. Ah, didn't even perks. I didn't even realize that. He was crazy fast. I might do that because that's the only way to get like the knife camos. So exactly, yeah. So like, make a commando knife class. Right, that's pretty cool. Without commando, though. Well, yeah, because that sucks. I know, but like, you would be. Never mind. Whatever. Yeah, I, I, you would be a commander. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. All right, well, um, okay. So let's take a second uh, away from um, Black Ops Two and let's talk about how dumb EA is again. Love so you so much EA. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, EA, uh, I guess, does not like our rating system, Greg. Um, that's what this article says. What? What so do they want? This, <laughs> this is from the Escapist and. Uh, <laughs> I guess the EA CEO, John Richitello. Richitello. Richie Rich. Johnny Richitello. He sounds like a mobster. Johnny Richitello. He is a mobster. (laughs) No offense, but... (laughs) (laughs) To mobsters. He's like a mobster. (laughs) The game industry has a great responsibility to help consumers make informed decisions. And so he goes on... Where was he giving this? He was addressing a group of politicians. Of course he was. The most well-informed people about video games. Oh, yes. Um, He talks about how while the ESRB currently rates retail games in North America, other regions have their own ratings, and digital games don't necessarily have any at all. So he, we need to, quote, move beyond the alphabet soup of game ratings towards a universal system. What does he propose that should be? Which is interesting, because he also serves as chairman of the Entertainment Software Association Board, mm-hmm. which I didn't know. But he he feels that the gaming industry has a responsibility to create a consolidated, recognizable system of software ratings, making it easier for the consumer to stay informed. Okay. And his big quote here, which I'll read real quick. In the past three years, the audience for games has grown from roughly $200 million to over $1 billion. Virtually everyone on the planet who owns a phone can play a game. The Supreme Court has given us the same First Amendment rights as authors, musicians, and filmmakers, a set of rights which we cherish. 
But as we are so often told, with great freedom comes great responsibility. Thanks, Spider-Man. Yeah, I was just right. going to say that. <laughs> to live up to that responsibility, we need to do a better job informing the consumer, no matter the channel, the platform, or the geography. We must adopt a self-regulated global rating system across every format games are played on. Okay. Um, and to me, I think this is stupid. <laughs> this is really stupid, and, and here's why. I mean... The ESRB was created in the early 90s. Right. I mean, so they're about 20 years old now. Sure. Um, like, I don't know what more can be done for a rating system. Like, it's this nice, like, however big, like, what, two-inch by two-inch box or whatever. Yeah. On the front of every box. Yeah, on the front, on the back. Game, it tells you the reasons why it's rated. It says, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. what the rating is, why it's rated this way. If you have questions or concerns, go to ESRB.org. Right. And so, I don't understand what he proposes to do. Like, oh, excuse me, I'm thinking about the movie industry sure. in particular. Which, on a side note, I just saw Skyfall last night. You should totally see it. It was really good. <laughs> hmm. Um... But, like, the MPAA, their ratings don't translate to Australia, I'm sure. Or they Not don't at translate all. to, to, to Europe. England or yeah. China or Not Japan. Like, I'm sure they have their own sets of ratings over right. there. So, if movies don't have a unified rating system or, or music doesn't have right. a unified rating system, why do video games need a unified rating system? Right. I think you get into a slippery slope here, too, for that very reason, because cultures are different. And let's be honest, like, the majority of big title games are made with the American consumer in mind, right? I mean, like, we buy, or Japanese, I guess, but if you're talking huge releases like Halo and Call of Duty, just because they came out in the last month, we could talk about them, they're geared towards American, like, sentiment. Absolutely. Yeah, so... Uh, what we consider offensive or like allowed is completely different in our society than what what Europe does certainly and what Asia does certainly. So if we get into this debate where well everything should be rated the same, then I think you are going to run into some censorship problems down the road because that's what happens in movies and in music. The other two um, entertainment industries that you just mentioned, Greg, like there are a ton of movies that like get cut to pieces when they go to Europe from Hollywood because Americans will deal with certain things that Europeans won't or that Asians won't just because it's a cultural difference. And if we then apply this to games, like I'll tell you what, there would be no call of duty. Like it would not be the same because like Europeans do not like their violence, you know, like in their entertainment. We do like right or wrong. It's just what it is. Right. Just as an example, I remember left for dead Two being released in Australia and right censored. Right. To pieces. Like, it looks silly. Yeah. Like, it's a bloody mess in America. But, like, in in Australia, it's, like, completely stripped down and edited down because, like, oh, God, blood. Right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, it's, like, ripped to pieces. It looks silly. It just looks silly. I just, I don't know. Like, I understand his point. I understand him wanting to, like, promote video games as a legitimate medium. And a global medium. And a global medium. Sure. and, And I think that's noble and great. But at some point, like, what what more do you want done? Like, you can't... Are you going to go to the UN 
and like propose this that we need like a video game rating system. Right. Like, and I wonder how much of this, you know, because he's a big shot and he's talking on the global stage to so many different people and so many different like he's wearing so many different hats, like you said, he's on the board of everything. I wonder how much of this is just like political pandering so that EA doesn't get in trouble yeah. or something violent. Mm. You know what I mean? And I'm sure that's a piece too. Right. You know, because if he's talking to politicians Right, he's gonna be like, Look, I'm in your camp, like I'm, sure I'm worried about the children out there right. like, Oh, video games are rotting your face off and you're yeah. gonna murder everything. Right. <laughs> Right. And, uh, like, let's just, like, take a step back and let's uh, think about how much money Call of Duty and Halo just made in the past month. How many people are playing these games that are nothing but violence, like, all the time? Are any of us murdering anyone? Like, did murders go up in the last month? Like, I don't think so. Well. No, they didn't. I'll talk about, we'll talk about that after the show. <laughs> no, okay. Well, maybe you murdered someone, but I did not. <laughs> like, the games are, you know, they're still here. They're not no, going away. No, it's true. Yeah. Both Call of Duty and Halo 4 have been... 24 hours of each of their releases combined, they've made about, what, $750 million? Million dollars, yeah. So, um, come on. Yeah, so... <laughs> I wish I thought of Call of Duty. Yeah, you're telling me. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so politicians so, are ridiculous. I appreciate what you're trying to do, John. Stop it. Um, Stop your silliness. <laughs> Stop <But> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stop your silliness. Of, I, I guess what I would like to see instead is instead of, like, this... We need more, like, better rating systems. Like, promote what we have. Right. Like, the ESRB does a fantastic job, in my opinion. Right, let them do it. So. You know, and it's ridiculous, too. Like, if, before we start talking about changing the rating system, why don't we talk about enforcing the actual one we have? Because I don't know about you guys, but I go to game stores quite a bit, and all the time there's, like, little kids buying stuff that they shouldn't oh, be playing. Oh, I know. It's all all the time. It's and true. it's not, and it's not their parents buying them. Like, it's little kids going after school and buying things that they shouldn't. And I'm standing behind line... Uh, with like a ten year old in front of me, like paying for Call of Duty, and I'm like, if I if I was the dad of a ten year old right now, I'd be like, um, I don't know if you should play that. Like, you know what's interesting? It hasn't happened for a little while, but I I would usually get carded for rated M games right. when I buy and buy them. And um, I remember, um, you probably remember this, Greg, at Best Buy when you picked up Modern Warfare Three. Yeah. I was with you. There was that like it was probably about ten, and he was with his mother, and they were purchasing Modern Warfare Three. <laughs> Like, what? I well, I mean, like, every every parent has, you know, the responsibility and the right to parent however they want. And if the parents are yeah. informed and they think that they're 10 or 11 or 12 or 13-year-old, like, that's not a big deal, they think that they can handle it, then that's fine. Who am I to say, you know, how you should parent your kid? That's your responsibility and your right. But I'm, all I'm saying is I've seen tons of kids. I've seen tons of kids at midnight releases that I've been at. I've seen tons wow. of kids on weekdays right after school when I have stopped in after work or a meeting to go pick something up, buying these games. They do not get carded. No one asks them about, you know, the ratings or, like, whatever. So, like, before we start to say, like, let's have a global censorship initiative, like, that's going to ruin my entertainment as, like, a 30-plus-year-old guy, you know, like, how about let's take a step back and make sure that children aren't playing things they shouldn't, yeah. you know? Amen. Anyways, I'm off my soapbox. <laughs> um, so we are we are past the the flood of the ah flood. See what I did there ah. of, of releases the past month. Um, so Call of Duty is here. Halo Four is here. So now let's start talking about the things that are coming after. And a couple of things that are coming after would be a new Hitman game that yeah. I know Andrea is excited about. I am. And uh, the new system, the Wii U. In the midst of all this crazy. Halo and Call of Duty goodness, it came out last night at midnight, and people in the in North America are finally getting their hands on it. Not me and Greg, because we're still on the wait list, uh, but other people are. 
Um, so why don't we uh, chat a little bit about these two things? So uh, first of all, Hitman. So I I haven't played that much Hitman. I know Greg, you haven't played any Hitman, right? I haven't played any Hitman. Okay, but Andrea, you have, yeah. Yes. And tell tell <laughs> us a little bit, like why do you like it and why are you excited for a new one? Um, it's uh, it's very different from most of the games I play. I mean, Call of Duty, Halo. It's very you know, shoot them up. I feel like with Hitman, you really need a strategy. Sure. Part of the challenge is you have a level, you get a target or two, and you have certain objectives you need to complete. Now, there there, um, there are multiple ways that you can go about eliminating your target. Now, okay. ideally, you want to go in there, You and I should back up a little bit. When you complete a level, um, you get a rating, and mm-hmm. ideally, you want the I think it's called Silent Assassin. Okay. So it's like you go in, you kill your target, done. No one ever knows you were there. Um, So obviously you get points off if you kill civilians (laughs) or something. So so part of the fun for me is, you know, I I, I go in if there's, um, you can, you get a disguise. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's. It can be frustrating at times, certainly, but I like the challenge of figuring out what to do like, and, and how to do it well. Because, sure. I mean, it's easy enough. Sure, you can go in there, get a mass murderer rating, which is a thing, and kill everyone and everything. And Good Lord. <laughs> um, but, I mean, that that defeats the purpose. I mean, you sit me. Right, killing just... defeats the purpose of killing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> well, that's just what you said. Yeah, I, I got it. Yeah. Um... So uh, I've played I played Hitman two, uh-huh. um, PS two right? Yeah, PS two. Yeah. Um, I don't think I ever finished the game just because the last thing I remember was there's this snowy level in Japan, and there are all these mountains and there's a blizzard. So you're walking, you're walking. All of a sudden, you see sniper as acquired target. Bam! You're dead. Game over. That sucks. Um, Contracts was after that. I like that one better. I actually completed that one. I feel like the um, the game overall was a little more forgiving mm. because if you walk past people in your disguises, obviously they they're a little bit alert because like wait, I don't recognize this dude. Right. Um, He's bald and he has like a barcode on his head. Yeah. Um, so I That's feel different. like in Hitman Two, you could just be facing someone's general direction and you'd be caught. It's like it was so right. It was unfair. So contracts um, was a little better. So, um, oh, what was that? Oh, Blood Money was after that one. Yeah. Actually, never played that one. Um, but I'm, I would really like to play this one just because I hear it's supposed to be the best Hitman yet, and I haven't played Hitman in a very long time. And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to something new, but something old too. So it's right. like you know, bringing a favorite, an old favorite game back. Right. With the with modern twist on the on the Xbox, so right. yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I don't think am I going to run out and get it on Tuesday when it comes out? No, but I would like to eventually add it to my game library at some point. Hmm. Just because now I have Halo and Call of Duty to keep mm-hmm. me busy for quite a while, <laughs> so probably yeah. yeah. So I'm really looking forward to it. Cool, and uh, the Wii U. So Greg, you and I are yes. on the wait list. We are on the of wait course, we're on the wait list for the Wii U. <laughs> What are you looking forward to in Wii U? Uh, Rayman Legends. Man, you're up on that game. <laughs> Dude, I played the demo. I, I don't know if I mentioned this on the show, but I played the demo at uh, the midnight launch. Of the oh, World actually, World. so did I. I did. I, I saw it um, the next week at uh, at Call of Duty. My yeah, game stuff. Did you play it. the Black Betty level? Yeah, it was yeah, fun. That was it was it was so, very fun. Oh yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, there's a uh, um, on the show. 
I, I don't want to be. No, I don't think you. No, I don't okay, think you did. Well, no. um, really? Sorry if I am a broken record, but uh, okay. There's a tutorial level where like you're running, man, you're just running to the right, and you have to like time your jumps and your punches as you're going along, and the music in the background is Black Betty, <laughs> and so. Like, anytime you punch something, like, there's a cymbal hit, or, like, when you jump and land, there's, like, a drum hit, and then you have the, the enemies singing in gibberish, it's like, cool. the, the Black Betty melody, and mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just really well done and very clever, and it's, like, that looks amazing. Yeah. It looks way better than Mario. Well, right, Because, yeah. uh, you know, it looks new and different and something. Yeah, poor Mario's cool. getting a little stale. So we'll see. Uh, I'm sure I'll probably get that game as well. Because it'll be fun, but... Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I know you are looking forward to Zombie U. Oh, Zombie U. <laughs> if ever there was a game to sell a system, it would be Zombie U. Looks so awesome. I just... Oh, I want to play it so bad. So bad. Well, hopefully soon. I know. But probably not. I mean, no, probably not. I've heard that everything's been selling out in, like, minutes. Yeah. So... It's going to be a while. Yes. Gonna be a long See, run. okay, and that's the thing I don't get too. It's like, okay, brand new system. Yeah. Don't don't you think that they would have more copies of it? Or more consoles? Like, come on. You'd think. Really? I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me. I mean, it, it makes sense to me a little bit. Like, you don't want to make so many systems that... That they you don't know, sell. It, it doesn't sell. Like, maybe the sure. Wii U becomes a GameCube and doesn't sell. Well, plus they lose money. Like, especially on the on the first run, they're losing mm-hmm. money on all these. So they, it's not a good business model to make mm-hmm. extra. Like, you need to make... And actually, like, it's, it's also good to stoke people's, like, desire for it by not having it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. like if you make just, a, just this much underneath what you know they'll probably buy, then you start making your money back so that you can fuel the next level of production. Right. And then people are psyched about it because they're like, oh, I didn't get it. Oh, where is it? You know, and then they go crazy for it. That's so, true. It's disgusting, but that's what they do. It's all a game. <laughs> that's well, what they do. I'm mm. looking forward to it, so I hope I get the chance to get one soon. Yeah. What do you? Are you going to sell stuff for it to get it? I already did. Oh, oh what did you sell? I sold my Wii. Mm. I, so I don't have it. Um, I got 50 bucks for it. I gotta that go do like that. That <clears throat> eh, doesn't seem like that much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I mean for a system that's been out for a couple of years. Yeah, know, they're still offering know. it too, at at GameStop if you if you put it towards your towards your Wii U. Huh. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna do that with mine too. Ooch! Ooh, evil final kill. Camera. So uh, yeah, Wii U. Yeah, Wii U. Wii U. <laughs> um, crack right <laughs> you're becoming a man. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay, so, uh, Time Splitters. Andrea, did you ever play Time Splitters? Um, no, but my brother Dave, I think that was one of the games he liked. Oh, Actually, God. no, I take back. I did play a little bit. I think he was on the GameCube. Yep. I see why people like it. Oh, I, mean, I, so... I barely played it. I think my total Time Splitters game time probably totals 15 minutes. But <laughs> Time Splitters was I'm familiar the with the game a little bit. Time Splitters 1, Time Splitters 2, oh, it was the best. I think that was the one I played. Greg, Time Splitters? I only ever played a little bit of two. One of my so, friends had it on GameCube. It's so and, good. Uh, I enjoyed it a lot. It was a lot of fun. Um, the reason we bring it up, and uh, I apologize, this will be a repeat um, for my Mario video. But uh, Gosh, how dare you. I know. <laughs> you can hear more of my disjointed thoughts on my Brutal Mario Let's Play, which you should totally check out. It's brutal. Um, <clears throat> this is from our friends over at FirstPersonGamers.com. And uh, apparently Crytek 
has come out. Well, they told Game Informer, which, weirdly enough, I didn't find the article on their website. But uh, the CEO of Crytek, Sivat, Sivat Yearly. <laughs> Is that a joke? No, like. Okay. I don't know how to pronounce that name. Is that a Star Wars name? Like, he sounds like a Star Wars alien. Isn't, isn't Crytek? <laughs> they're Swedish? out there. Yeah, they're they're over there somewhere. They're somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <clears throat> but anyways, they own the rights to Time Splitters. How dare they? And he says that they would consider making a, a an HD collection with Time Splitters 1, 2, and 3. Oh, my God. Um, if they could get a... Fan petition with 300,000 signatures on it. Easy. Um, if the petition picks up, he says, it will be an even better argument for us. Apparently he's a big fan of Time Splitters 2, and he'd really like to see it happen, but it would be difficult. That's what he said. It would, it would, as a business decision, it would be difficult. Why? Um, if, they could get, if they could get the petition together, again, putting it on the fans... Which I don't like. Like, if you're going to make a statement like that, maybe you should have an official petition that you put out. Right, and say you know? you're definitely going to make it. You know what I mean? Because that's right. going to be so upsetting to me because I love those games. Right. He says, if, if they could get the petition together, I would be very happy to put it in front of decision makers in the company, the key stakeholders, and say, look here, this is how it is. Let's make it now. Wait, isn't he the key stakeholder and decision maker? I mean, I get that like he's the CEO and you need investors and money and all that. But, you know, I'm no expert on video game budgets. That's I know for that sure. many of them are blown out of proportion. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Barely manage my own budget. <laughs> um, but, you know, an HD collection, I can't imagine that costing that much. No, you already have all the... Now, you want to do it right. Sure. Otherwise, you're going to have a disaster that is the Silent Hill HD collection, Ooh. at least on the Xbox, yeah, which horrible. isn't even getting patched. Um, which is a series I would actually like to play, because I've, I've never played any of them. It's Silent freaky. Hill. Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't either. But considering the 360 version is so broken, like, I don't really have a way to play them. No, mm-hmm. you do not. So you want to make sure that they're done right. But I can't imagine it costing that much. I mean, excuse me, this is a company that makes Crisis. Yeah. And they're backed by EA. Right. Mm-hmm. According to Wikipedia... For, this is it's a for, reliable source. A very reliable source. <laughs> we have our facts here. Um, as of June 30th, 2011, over 3 million copies of Crisis 2 have been sold across all platforms. Nice. That was over Goodness. a year ago. They sold over 3 million copies at at least $60. Yeah, so they made a lot um, of money. You're telling me you can't divert, even if it costs $1 million. Right. Which, you know, for me is a crazy amount of money, but when you're working on a scale like them, right. that's nothing. That's chump change. Like, right. You can't divert that to a Time Splitters HD right. re-release. Right. Ugh. Yeah. Me. I don't know. I, I desperately hope that they make this, though, because those games were so fun. They, they were so smooth. They had a map, uh, um, like a random map generator, so you could have, like, even back on the... This is on Xbox One... Future Perfect was on Xbox One. That was the last Time Splitters that it was made. They had a map generator that could generate random maps for custom matchmaking. So, like, you could play a different map all the time. And they had a map maker. Oh, my God, it was awesome. And they had, like, the best modes. They had, like, an invasion-type mode. 
Um, they had objective-based modes. Like, it was it was so fun. And it's, like, cartoony, but it also has really well, um, really, like, um, well-balanced guns. And, and, oh, it was just fantastic. I remember enjoying it a lot. So it was, I, I really it's so fun. They, so fun. They actually do this. So fun. Okay, so uh, what are we going to be playing this week, folks? Hmm. I, I wonder. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, Halo 4 and, and Black Ops for me, probably a little more Black Ops. Yeah, because you hate Halo. Halo. No, no, yeah, no. no. That's true. I am not a Halo Don't hater. Hater. At Andrea Musa. No, <laughs> I, I have to admit, though, um, oh, here we go. I've been. No, no, no. <laughs> Let me finish, Mike. I, I am. <laughs> um, I've been playing a lot of Black Ops the past day and a half or so. Um, so. I, I I kind of miss Halo Four. I need to play. I need to go back and play some SWAT. So um, I think it'll be a lot of a lot of alternating between both games for me this week. Cool, Greg. Um, both of those. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm gonna play some Killer Seven here in a in a minute. That's oh, true. Yeah. Um, right, yeah. And uh, some Mario, some brutal Mario. Cool. Nice. Um, so that's my week. I think. Cool. You. Uh, I am going to jump back into some Battlefield 3, because I haven't played it in a very long time now, and oh, yeah. um, I'm really liking Halo Spartan Ops, so I'm going to play some more of that, and I'm going to get into the Team Snipers playlist hopper once that gets updated, uh, which I believe is today, or maybe tomorrow. Team Snipers scares me a little bit. I love I Team Snipers, so it's so <laughs> it's fun. It's too scary. <laughs> uh, I suck at it, but it's super fun. Uh, so I'm going to look forward to playing some of that, and of course some uh, Call of Duty, because I want to prestige once by the okay. end of next week, so I'm at level 33 or something like that, so yeah, so that'll be my goal for this week, is to prestige once in Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Cool, nice. Cool. All right, folks, so make sure to like us on our, um, where do you like us? You like us on Facebook, Everywhere. don't you? Yeah, check you, us, well, yeah, <laughs> check us out on, on YouTube um, for the video portion of this, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Check us out at mondaymoocast.com. iTunes. Um, iTunes. You can download the audio version on iTunes. Um, Absolutely. We're everywhere. This week, again, every Wednesday, we're going to have uh, about 30 minutes Let's Play of Killer7. So if you want to see something weird, you should check that out. Yes. It's really weird. Yes, it is. Um, also, make sure to have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, have a great Thanksgiving. Yeah, Eat lots of turkey for us. Play some Halo. Yes, lots of Halo. All right, guys. Done. Take care. <laughs> we are signing off. Moo. Moo.